so vain. I'm pretty sure this song is about me. I'm so vain. Don't you think this song is about me? Don't you? Don't you? Oh, today is February 13th, Thursday, February 13th, 2020. My name is Joe Batanz, and this is the show where I talk about the latest events in my life in a personal journal style for my friends here at Afterthought Media. We're going to be covering what I went to a dinner last night at a place called uh, Greenleaf. It's a trend, and we're going to talk about it right here on this Joe Batanz on Afterthought Media. Finished what was supposed to be a one-hour max town hall. Of course, whenever it's Lori and Joe, things run over on time. It went about 90 minutes. And now I'm here with my old pals right here in the exclusive tier Discord channel. We have... I still haven't gotten an answer whether it's Drabel or Dr. Abel. We have Haley Sklans, Humble Pie, Lauren Eckert, and Luke Stamen, the old standbys. Uh, let me see here. I feel bad, but a mix-up Lauren and Bree caused they're both cute brunette. What is going on here? Uh, Luke Stamen's always causing problems in uh, the chat room. Let's see here. I'm so behind on the podcast. When does Joe talk about the tantrum? I, you know, it's actually, Lauren, this is actually an easy one. It's in the show description. I say I talk about it. It says, Joe talks about the tantrum. <laughs> it's, in the, it's in the show description. So if you just look in the show description, it's the one that says Joe talks about I think it's yesterday. Isn't it, yes, isn't it Wednesday, February 12th? At the end of each episode, I will pin a message and chat with topics. for. Oh, that'll be so good. He talked about it last night. I think it was the last one. Ooh, okay, awesome. I'm excited. Gotta go to work. Bye, Queens. Where does Lauren Eckert work? I feel bad, but I mix up Lauren and Brie because they're both cute brunettes, and Brie is the... Brie is pregnant? She's not pregnant. Oh, April Pacheco is. That's right. April. Oh, April. Shit, I'm so sorry. The pregnant one. Brie is the one in L.A. Yeah, Brie lives in L.A. They said it was... Oh, they said it was Drabel. Oh, okay, thank you. It's Drabel phonetically. Oh, somebody told me it was Dr. Abel. So I was calling him Dr. Abel, so it's Drabel. Oh, interesting. Anyway, hi everybody, welcome to this Joe Batanz. This is a show where I talk about uh, things that are going on in my life. Today, on actual February 13th, was uh, a rather, not boring day, but uneventful. It was an eventful day in that it was very productive. In a, you know what was good? It was productive in a creative way. It seems the past few days have been productive, but a lot of it's been, I would say 50-50 of it's been like, not productive in a necessary creative way. So it's been kind of fun to be productive in a creative way, like uh, turning um, the Break Up Bye Bye song into a karaoke version and also uh, writing the lyrics for the Rumor Mill Boys. I, I will be honest with you. I'm a little... I've sent the, the to Evan. I've sent him... Uh, 
the song. He just said thanks. But there's a line in there that I'm like, ooh. Because it says, what does it say? It says, um, uh, he, he struggles with his diction. He struggles with addiction. And I just felt bad for him. Of all the three good boys, he gets beat up on the most. He and I have actually had, kind of had words today a couple of times. Um, early, I don't know if you guys saw his Instagram story, but, you know, he works at a company called Mapbox. And he was he wrote something like, um, oh, you know, the best people at the best company or something like that. And so I messaged him on Instagram. I said, because Map- Mapbox, their biggest competitor is Google Maps. So I messaged him and said, um, hey, guys, if you want a really great map, uh, you guys got to check out Google Maps. Uh, and then I quoted as if Evan Ayers made the quote. And he was like, you're never going to give this up, are you? And I was like, no, I'm never going to give this up. I just sent that Rick Astley song. Never going to give this up. Never going to. On Raised Chasers. Then, um, and the text message in the, in the rumor mill text message group. George was talking about all of the drag shows he listens to, the afterthought drag shows, like Pit Crew and uh, Hello Uglies and Drag Race Recap. And I said, George, if you want a Drag Race uh, Recap show with great insight, you got to check out this Race Chasers. And again, Evan got super mad. I don't know why I like getting Evan so angry. I just do. It makes me so happy. It's so weird. Anyway... Uh, so so nothing really that though, literally that's been the most eventful stuff today. Although we did have a really good um, we had a really good uh, a town hall meeting right now. I thought it was very productive. I thought it gave the people who don't usually get to see the crowd cast they got to see what it looks like, get a taste of the crowd cast. They might actually you know level up if they do. And they got and I was full disclosure. I was telling them what was going to go on and, and after Patreon and whatnot, and they can choose to do it or not do it. Uh, but they got a sense of what kind of goes on when we're having fun. Uh, yeah, they lurk. Right, look, look. Long as they lurk with their dough. We have a lot of, look, we have a lot of lurkers in the exclusive tier. Like I told you before, there's only about 10 of you that really participate in the exclusive tier. Uh, most of you, most of them, 20 of them or so, never come in the live show. Like, remember we had that girl yesterday who came on the air? She said that she never participates or writes in or anything, but she's like a total Joe Batant stan. And, um,. Yeah, but anyway, last night after we did the um, the uh, the um, show, I went to dinner uh, with um, my friends. I had all these friends. I lived in Newport Beach, California for, this makes me sound really old, but almost 20 years. Uh, like right after college until I was about, I just... Like maybe thirty eight or thirty nine, I lived in Umar. Oh, yeah, it's right, Sermit. Okay, she got a baby, um, and uh, so I lived in Newport Beach. So these are friends I had in Newport Beach. We went to uh, uh, dinner last night. Uh, just so you guys, if any of you listen to the Dirty John podcast, uh, where we went to dinner with about a stone's throw away from where uh, they landed up killing Dirty John in the parking structure. 
that was what was weird about listening to Dirty John is I knew all those places, been there many times, all these places where they were. I knew them all. And so, uh, yeah, I was uh, very aware of all these places they had been. Anyway, um, so uh, so we went to dinner last night. You know, it's one of these things where, and for you, you younger people, it's it's one of these things where you uh, develop these friendships where you've known these people like for half your life. You know, I've known them since my early twenties, and you know now we're older. And we're like, I, you know, I was talking about my back. My back is just fucking killing me. Uh, it's awful. And um, because of stupid boots. It's not directly because of the boots. I will tell you this. is What happens, and anyone who's had like back pain or muscle pain will know this, is, you know, maybe it makes your knees hurt. But then in trying to compensate for your knees hurting, all the other muscles go out. And the next thing you know, your whole body's racked with pain. So that's what's happening with my back is that it's, this is really just a reaction to the rest of my body reacting to the boots. And so now my back is just killing me. It's, Oh, what a nightmare, right? What a nightmare, people. Anyway, uh, what I was going to tell you is, um, so we went to dinner, nothing too eventful. Um, I did talk about with them, and so I'll tell you guys how Mercedes uh, had these neighbors and they moved and they sold their house. And the new owner of the house is TV Food Network personality Sandra Lee. And so we were laughing about how Sandra Lee is Mercedes' new next-door neighbor. I haven't met her yet, but I'm sure I will. And then it'll be super funny because now Sandra Lee and I will be friends. So uh, I don't know if she, how, how often she's going to be there. It's, it's one of her many homes she owns. Mercedes was talking to her. She bought the house with her gay best friend. But I think he might live in it more. So uh, anyway, I never really watched her show, Semi-Homemade. Um, I actually don't really, I wasn't a big fan of her television personality. Because she, she I think she was admittedly not a, a chef. She was just like, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to dump this can of whatever in this, and there you go. Uh, Humble after my parents to make an extremely strong mixed drink. I've never seen that one. I've seen the one where she makes uh, the Kwanzaa cake. That's a legendary one, too, is the Kwanzaa cake. Um... Uh, Luke says, it's funny, I was just listening to Perez Hilton. He was talking about how Jong Boon Ho and crew were pardoned. At- yes, I know. No, I did not almost go to that party, Luke Stamen. I openly refused to go to that party. There was never a chance of me going to that party. I was in too much pain and never even once considered it. Uh, I wouldn't have made it. I would have died. There would have been like a guy died at the party. Uh, The dinner last night. So we talked about that. We had a nice dinner. We were just talking about old times, making old jokes. Uh, They're all pretty funny. And so it was a very good conversation. The only thing I will say that's kind of interesting, there's five of us total. But myself and this other one named Melanie, we're both uh, liberals. The other three, because they're born and raised in Orange County, just as we were, but super hardcore conservative. So like... We just don't talk about politics because we just know, ugh, right? And so it's one of these things where I kind of get frustrated with my liberal friends because I have liberal friends who are like, oh, you could never be friend with a conservative because, you know, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, no, you have to. We're going to have to get past that because I have friends who are conservative. And yes, we have very strong disagreements, but we're going to have to... 
learn to like get along and like um uh I'm also editing my name. I think it should be a space. I didn't know you could do a space on your um username. Oh, I have to put my password. I don't know what my password is. Uh never mind. I'm over it now. Um I'll fix it later. What were we talking about? Ah Let me escape this. Okay. Let's see. Uh, So we have to... uh, Wait. The state of Brie. I miss E. You mean Sermit? What happened to her? You just heard me drink water. But I I can't believe people are going to pay $10 a month for this classic show called This Joe Matance. Yeah, there's not much to say about this dinner last night. I went home pretty... got home pretty late. I was supposed to do a show with Lori. I came home and uh, talked to Adam Vought for a while. Then I went to bed and um, woke up and I did work. It wasn't Humble just said she doesn't participate. Well, because of the baby. Yeah, um, she doesn't. Okay, so here's what we're going to, I had this idea. So I had, let's try it out right now. I had this idea about what to do for this job of tants whenever we run out, when I don't have any stories. And so what I figure I would do is, you know, I have, I used to use it for catching up mostly, but I do have a blog, okay, that, um, collects news for me. Okay, like here's one right here. It says, San Francisco may let gay bathhouses open again for the first time since 1980. San Francisco may allow gay bathhouses to reopen by July, ending rules introduced at the height of the AIDS epidemic. Oh, Lawson's going to be in trouble. The city's gay saunas closed their shutters when San Francisco put in new rules in 1984. They insisted owners tore down individual cubicles and video rooms so people couldn't have unsafe sex in private. Amid a mounting age crisis, the city and county even sued bathhouse owners, calling them a public health nuisance. Now gay district supervisor Rafael Mandelman, covers to, who covers the historic LGBT Castro area, thinks it's time for a change. He has introduced legislation that would pave the way for gay bathhouses to reopen. You know, this reminds me, or something we were talking about a, p- a political show, is um, I always remember, I think we talked about this on Catching Up, and I think Mike and I had a very strong disagreement about this. But um, who's the one that played Spock in the new Star Trek movies? What's that fucker's name? His name's not Chris. What is it? Someone type it in here. The new Star Trek guy. Gay. And he has a Latino last name, but he doesn't say it in a Latino way. He doesn't say in Latino way, but his name is Latino, and he's on American Horror Story, and he's gay. But we don't ever really hear from him anymore. Whatever happened to him? Hmm. Someone is typing it, and I can see people typing. Uh, I want to challenge Luke to a lip sync on the Crowdcast. Uh, we could do it right now, and 100%. Zachary Quinto, that's right, but he says a Quinto or something like that. Zachary Kinto did an interview. You know, Zachary Kinto around the same age. And um he did an interview where he where he he talked about this. He 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 was talking about how it's dangerous for the young kids coming up because of things like prep and uh HIV medicines and whatnot. And um that it was leading to promiscuity 
that could lead to because you know prep doesn't defend doesn't protect you from other venereal diseases and like i said um gonorrhea i've said this before on other shows is near we're almost to a point where it's going to be uncurable because antibiotics are no longer working against it that said i've read that there are there is a company making a synthetic antibiotic that's had some pretty good success with gonorrhea but the point is throwing it away um, not that I'm conservative about it, and pe- people want to have safe sex and blah 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 blah. I mean, f- whatever. And ba- I've been to a bathhouse. I've been to a sex club. Oh, I just bent this card. Uh, I've been to them. I have no problem with them. Uh, they're not necessarily for me. I find them kind of awkward, but um, I have no problem with people going there. But I do worry about young people forgetting. What it, how scary the AIDS crisis really was. You know, the AIDS crisis really hit when I was a little kid. And I don't know if I've ever really talked about that much on this show. Well, you know, this is actually something funny. It's something I could talk about in the exclusive tier. I don't talk about it on Catching Up. I would talk. It's something I'm very open about. This is actually a very good exclusive tier content here. It's something I'm very open about in my personal life. But I don't talk about it on shows generally because... Um, I have relatives who listen to the show, but, um, I, uh, but I'm not afraid. I mean, I talk about it openly in my personal life, which is I was molested as a child and I could talk for hours and hours about this, but, um, the point I'm getting at is I remember being like eight years old, nine years old. I don't remember how old I was when Rock Hudson got AIDS and lying awake at night, couldn't sleep, crying, because I didn't understand anything, because, um, you know, they said on the news that if you were gay, gay, gay men were dying of this disease, but of course they don't say why, you know, I didn't understand anything. So I just thought that um, be, if because you were gay, now I didn't know I was gay then, but I thought, oh, well, I'd be molested by a man, you know, or by a, a boy, and so clearly I'm gay because it's happening that I, that God, I basically, I thought it was a disease that God gave you and I would cry, I would lay in my bed crying about my, my poor parents. They don't realize I'm going to get this AIDS thing because I'm being molested. Uh, and, um, and I remember being really, really scared. It was a scary time. There's a story I have told many times on catching up about how Richard and I, when we used to go to gay bars when we were really young, I mean, our early twenties. I wouldn't say we would laugh, but we would always wonder to ourselves, where are all the people in their 30s and 40s? Now, here's the funny thing, is now that I'm in my 30s and 40s, I realize that uh, they're not ever at gay bars because they're like, oh, fuck that shit, (laughs) right? I'm not going to go to a fucking gay bar, right? But Rich, I've told this story before, so the the story is still true, what he was told. But uh, Richard went to a party at an older gay man's house, and he told the gay man... Uh, you know, my cousin and I go to gay bars and we don't ever see you guys out there. Where are you guys? Where, why don't we ever see you? What, cause in our head when we were talking, we had this fantasy that they, you know, got married and moved to the suburbs and had kids, you know, two men, you know, they not necessarily, at the time there was no gay marriage, but we thought, oh, they settled down. And that, that was probably partially true. But the other part of it is the, so the guy tells them we all died. And, um, you know, if you talk to people like Larry Flick, if you talk to people, I have a cousin who's older, 
they just lost so many people to AIDS. And so, like, I think that that is being forgotten. I really do think that all young gay people should watch this documentary. It's not even a very good documentary, but it's an important documentary called, like, I think it's called We Were There. I think it's what it's called. Something like that. It's not Netflix. And do that if that documentary doesn't scare the living shit out of you, I don't know what will. Where they these gay men who lived in San Francisco during the AIDS crisis, and by the grace of God, just didn't get AIDS. You know, uh, I think some of them are HIV positive, but didn't they ever got full blown AIDS? And um, they talk about it, what it was like, and it really it's almost like a horror movie. It's so scary. And uh, so going back to that story is. Nope. Ah, there he goes. The point is this. We're gonna... Ha- Bathhouse is great, but they have to really, really promote safe sex. And don't just rely on prep. Still use condoms. Be safe. We'll see you tomorrow. I think. If anything happens. I try to do four or five times a week, but if nothing happens, maybe I'll do it during the weekend. You'll get another show before Monday. It's uh, this show of intense. I'll see you later. Adios, everybody. Adios, everybody.